1: What's going on,
2: y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem Podcast Network or wherever you listen to your podcast.
3: Brandon Tatum is a seven-year veteran of the Tucson Police Department. He's a YouTube sensation with 1.9 million subscribers. He started Blexit with Candace Owens, and now he's tackling his biggest assignment yet. This is the Officer Tatum Show.
4: All right, welcome to the program. This is your special guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for the Officer Tatum. I just want to say thank you uh, to the Officer Tatum for allowing me to sit behind his microphone. Also, I want to say uh, thank you to Sean McConnell uh, in my ear, forgotten man. I know you're out there. I'm not sure who's handling the phones today. That may be Zach, I'm not sure. All right, Zach. What's up, Zach? Also uh, behind me, Lou and Gabe. So I just want to say thank you to all of them and everyone that wants to call into the program. You can do so. 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I'm going to talk about the economy. But before I get to that, there's been some breaking news. Apparently, the uh, illegal migrants uh, that broke into our country, that invaded our country. They got a nice uh, trip with food, water, all that kind of good stuff, to Martha's Vineyard, to one of the most... uh, lucrative, if you will, or one of the richest enclaves in all of America, uh, they've decided, uh, some of them anyway, that they want to sue Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm trying to figure out where I get in line to sue them and the Biden administration. But uh, before I get into that story that is broken, let me first play a couple of audio clips for you. This is Governor Ron DeSantis, and I didn't intend to start here, but start here we must because this is the news that is coming out right now. All right, so uh, here's Ron DeSantis when. when. When uh, Biden is flying these people all over the Fruited Plain in the middle of the night, he says, uh, he didn't hear anything about the outrage of these uh, 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 of those people. So uh, let's get into that audio clip. Audio clip number one, por favor, Sean.
5: So when Biden is flying these people all over the Fruited Plain in the middle of the night, I didn't hear a peep out of those people. Okay, I didn't hear a peep. I haven't heard a peep about all the people that have been told by Biden you can just come in and they're going, they're being abused by the cartels, they're drowning in the Rio Grande. You had 50 that died in some shed in Texas. I heard no outrage about any of that. I haven't heard outrage about all the fentanyl that's come across the border that's killing Americans in record numbers. I don't hear... I don't hear outrage about the criminal aliens that have gotten through and have then victimized people, not only in Florida, but all throughout the country. I don't hear any outrage about that. The only thing I hear them getting upset about is you have 50 that end up in Martha's Vineyard. Then they get really upset
4: fentanyl drownings crime did you guys hear about the uh, gentleman and i use the term loosely uh, that beheaded his ex-girlfriend uh i think it was a week or two ago it was in northern california straight beheaded her uh the mother of his child he happened to be an illegal migrant so she had a child with this man uh he beheaded her in a in an argument uh, she was getting ready to tell some of his friends or fellow gang members or what have you, that, uh, you know, he had had a homosexual affair and all this kind of stuff. They were texting back and forth, really nasty texts back and forth. They got into it. They got heated. Uh, He goes to her place of residence. Her father had warned her to stay away from the guy. The guy lops her head off. Lops her head off the head rolls underneath the, the car. Listen, I don't mean to be so gruesome here, but I want you to understand that some of the things that do happen. Listen, I understand that there are a lot of people that are coming into this country that want to leave. Uh, and I don't blame them. They want to leave their countries behind and they want to come to the greatest country that God has ever given man. Even though Democrats and leftists sometimes one in the same, oftentimes one in the same, I'm starting to believe they are synonymous. Uh, they'll tell people that this isn't the greatest country. It's systemically racist. And yet they want all of these people to come into this country. It's absolutely amazing to me. It's astonishing. And Ron DeSantis is right. The Democrat Party, they, they, they care about power. They care about power. They don't they don't care about the people. I, I I've told you this before what these illegal immigrants represent as a new Negro vote for them. It is a replacement theory. They they want to replace white conservatives. Yeah, I, 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 I think they want to replace some white conservatives. I think they want to transform the demographics ent- across the entire country, no doubt about it. But you also have to remember that the Democrat Party has to be replenished. Uh, blacks, let's just be real. We're killing ourselves in the street. Uh, we are uh, 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 aborting uh, far too many of our babies. Half the babies if not more, in the state of New York are aborted from black women. I, I mean, it's absolutely insane. So these people invade our country and then they want to sue one of our governors. It's amazing. It's amazing because all of these Uh, Soft on crime and all of these open borders liberals, yeah, they're for open borders in theory as long as it doesn't impact them and as long as it doesn't touch them, as long as it doesn't come to a rich liberal enclave near them. It's fascinating to me. They want the open borders, but they don't want the people near them. The people are too dirty. Ah, don't want to deal with them. I mean, if you're coming to clean my house for a couple hours and mow my lawn, you're good. Beyond that, please get away from us at Martha's Vineyard. These people are despicable. But this is who the Democrat Party is. The Democrat Party is elites. The Democrat Party no longer represents you. I'm going to go throughout this hour and I'm going to prove to you that the Democrat Party no longer represents the working class. We'll take a look at the economy. We'll take a look at what's happening. It's a complete and utter disgrace. But before I do that, since this news is breaking, let's delve in a little further. We're going to use a, a couple of more audio clips for you. Here's another one of Ron DeSantis talking about the 50 going into Martha's Vineyard. Let's play this cut, audio cut number two, por favor, Sean.
5: If you believe in open borders, then it's the sanctuary jurisdictions that should have to bear the brunt of the open borders. So that's what we're doing. But what happened was they were they were provided um, an ability to be in the, the most posh, sanctuary jurisdiction maybe in the world and obviously it's sad that martha's vineyard people deported them the next day they could have absorbed this they chose not to but what it shows is if 50 was a burden on one of the richest places in our country what about all these other communities that have been overrun with hundreds or thousands it shows you when now these policies are on the front burner people need to be talking about biden can't defend his policies of open borders uh it's doing huge damage uh to our country it's costing a lot of money it's costing lives with the drugs that are pouring across and so the question is is why are you supporting biden's policies why don't you step up and tell him you're failing and let's do it differently because you know what He inherited a border that wasn't like this. He has created the crisis. But now at least we know nobody can deny that there's a crisis. Everybody now knows. And it was only because you had to have the elite who want to have the cost on everybody else, and they don't want to have to shoulder that. That's the only reason now people are talking about this. You
4: realize how panicked the left is in hearing this? See the left. This this is what Republicans should be doing all the time. We shouldn't rely on a Donald Trump or a Governor Ron DeSantis or a Greg Abbott. This is what Republicans should be doing in general. And what I mean by that is they should be putting Democrats on the offense every st- every opportunity uh, every opportunity they get. This was brilliant. This was absolutely brilliant. Like many of you, I thought this was a stunt. I thought it was a stunt that wouldn't work. But I was sitting there thinking, good. We'll give the uh, liberals a little dose of their own medicine. This is the type of stunt they will pull with us. But it's had a much greater impact, particularly this latest one, obviously, with Governor DeSantis. So the left is going back crazy right now, as well they should be, because now they're playing defense. And this is what we have to do. The border crisis is a huge crisis. You talk about, they, they talk about Governor Ron DeSantis using these people as a pawn. First off, I don't care if he is. Good. I'm sorry. I I know this is I know a lot of people are uncomfortable hearing this, but politics is a blood sport. And sometimes it's what it's what uh, Republicans haven't gotten for some time. There's, we have to talk about we we have to talk about the economy. We have to talk about the things that are rational and logical, the things that we typically talk about. But we also have to talk about the culture. And sometimes, in order to talk about the culture, the culture, political theater is warranted if we're going to bring attention to an issue that needs to be brought attention to. I'm telling you, the Democrat Party is panicked as well because I want you to understand this. And I did a podcast today on this. Check out my podcast, theCarlJacksonShow.com. Make sure you use the. word the in front or Salem dot com. One of the reasons why the left is absolutely terrified of bringing this issue back to the forefront is I'm telling you, Donald Trump has siphoned off a lot of the Latino vote. All of this stuff is connected. So now they got to pretend, oh, my God, people are finding out that we really don't care about illegal immigrants. We really don't care about the poor. Uh, How do we attack Governor Ron DeSantis? I know. Let's find one of our left wing lunatics lunatics to file a lawsuit on behalf of 50 migrants that went to one of the most gorgeous places in the entire world, one of the richest places in the entire world. They should be thanking Governor Ron DeSantis. And I hope they're the first 50 to get deported when we take back office. This is Carl Jackson in for Brandon Tatum. We'll be back.
2: You have heard and seen most of the truth behind the events of January 6th, and now you can visit Washington, D.C. on September the 24th and join J6 Solidarity and their peaceful and patriotic event that will expose the entire truth of January 6th at our nation's capital and not just what the mainstream media has lied about. Join J6 Solidarity and their well-known guest speakers to discuss the wrongful arrest and incarceration of all the Jan 6th patriots. Hear what speakers like Salem Media's Dinesh D'Souza, Newsmax's Johnny, Tobacco, Joe Altman, the host of the conservative daily podcast and professor David Clements and many more have to say this peaceful event will take place on September the 24th in Washington DC next to the federal district court for all the details go to our new website, the letter J the number six solid.com that's J six solid.com. Don't have your head in the sand. Learn the truth. Go to J six solid.com. Now, thank you for your time, your patriotic loyalty and as always God bless America.
3: This is the Officer Tatum Show. Eight four four nine zero zero seventy two forty three. 7243
1: That's eight
3: four four nine zero zero seventy two forty three. 900 7243
4: All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. All right, the number to call into the program, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. I didn't want to start with this today, uh, but the the news broke that way, so I wanted to make sure that I addressed it. uh, Addressed it, the left is coming after. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, because they are scared of Governor Ron DeSantis, just like they're scared of Trump. Trump was able to put the left on defense in so many ways. Governor Ron DeSantis proving that he's capable of doing the same. Uh, so now they have to fight like crazy, the left does, to try to uh, destroy uh, DeSantis, just like they uh, try to or they have tried to, to, uh, uh, to destroy uh, Donald Trump. Uh, before I get on with the uh, economy and how the left... And when I say the left, I mean the Democrat Party, how they really don't care about you. Biden has been able to prove it. The people at Martha's Vineyard, many of them uh, have been uh, have proven that uh, to you. I don't know what else it's going to take in order for you to to switch your vote from Democrat to Republican. Listen, uh, the Republican Party isn't the uh, I'm I'm a conservative. All right. But I happen to vote Republican simply because they're closer. they, uh, They align more closely with my values. Uh, but, uh, they're a far better party than a Democrat party. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Uh, let's go to the calls real quick before I get into, Uh, Some of the uh, issues of the day, including the economy. I'm also going to talk to you about COVID, some of the some of the dangers of the COVID jab, some of the things that are starting to pop up. Uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz of uh, of uh, conservative review has been doing great work on this. Also, screw the FBI. I'm going to talk to you about if I end up dead tonight, uh, I didn't kill myself. The the, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you about the, the FBI and not, not just what they've done with Donald Trump, not just what they've done with conservatives. Um, I'm going to continue to make the case that the FBI needs to go bye bye. And, and listen, I know that I'm not a law enforcement guy. I've never been a law enforcement guy. Carl, what type of expertise do you have? Uh, do you have it? I don't need to have expertise to tell you that the law enforcement, our law enforcement agency, the people that should be the most upstanding, the people that should be the most moral, uh, when they have a crisis where they are not, when they become politicized, they need to go bye-bye. I'm going to give you evidence that they have long become politicized. What we're seeing with Trump, uh, it, it isn't an aberration. What we've seen with the Gretchen Whitmer uh, 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 phony kidnapping trial, it is not an aberration. It is not something new that's occurred. And i got to tell you this, people never look at it from this perspective, but Sean, I happen to be a, an expert from this perspective. you got to look at it from the criminal side, too. Nobody even thinks about that. We always talk about we want the experts that know law enforcement and we should because they have a lot of knowledge on how law enforcement works, whether it's federal law enforcement or whether it's local law enforcement. But you have to understand something in the street too. criminals have to respect cops. And law enforcement. That's why it's really important to demolish the FBI. We'll get into that. But first, I want to take your calls. Let's go to Chris in L.A. Chris, welcome to hey, the Officer Tatum show. You got the mic.
6: How you doing?
4: I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you calling good.
6: in. Thank you. I wanted to tell you how I went from being a Democrat. I'm a black man. And I went from being a Democrat to the Republican Party, a conservative. I was okay. brainwashed years. My mom always said, vote Democrat, vote Democrat. I live by all Democrats. And this older guy told me, he said, man, look, I'm going to tell you about Margaret Sanger. I'm going to tell you about the KKK and how they were related to the Democrat Party. And he showed me all the stuff, that I did my own research, and I couldn't believe we've been fooled so much. So now <laughs> I'm just trying to help other black people. And every time I try to help them, Carl, they get offensive, man. They get mad. They're so brainwashed. I don't, I don't know how to approach them anymore. I've been trying to get them to understand. They don't even want to hear it, bro
4: you know, hey, Chris, really listen care. what do i do how how long how long has it been since you've converted if you will
6: since two thousand twenty when I okay it's right. all the b s going on okay, you know, fourth vaccines and all that I was like this isn't something's wrong, this is not right.
4: You know, OK. All right. So. All right. So let me let me let me offer this advice because I've been exactly where you're at. It's almost like becoming a Christian to you first become a Christian. You want to tell everybody yeah. about the gospel. I mean, you want to shake them down and make sure they know about 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 right. Jesus Christ. Um, ask questions, ask questions okay. and just let them answer. Let them answer okay. their own questions. Hey, man, did you did did you hear about this? Let them speak. Listen to what they say. Ask questions based upon things that they said. You just have to become really careful to listen. If they're willing to see Uncle Tom, particularly Uncle Tom, too, I would I would ask them to consider doing that or just say, man, did you did you know this? That the you know, that the Democrat Party started the KKK. Just give them I'm a little bit yeah. of information and they let but let it, it go. You know what? In an election cycle, it's going to be hard. You, you This is another thing. Find the people that are amiable. Otherwise, kick the dust off your sandals. There there are going to be some people that are going to be willing uh, willing to listen to you. There's going to be some people who will not. When you run into the people that won't, don't waste a lot of time and energy. Maybe one day they'll be more pliable where they're willing to answer questions or what have you. But if they're not, you know, just find the people that are. Just find the people right. that are, but pick your opportunities, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be frustrating in the black community. It is going to be oh, frustrating. Hard. It. it, it hey, I, know what there's else? no. You
6: know what else, Carl? You know what else? What's that? Pearl? All, all my neighbors are Democrats, so I'm flying my American flag. And something, they just seem like they can't stand it. They all took the vaccine and the boosters. They don't look the same. Carl, this dude was buff. He had big arms. He used to walk down. Now he looked like he got Sammy Davis Jr. arms. He does not look the same. I'm not trying to laugh, Carl. They don't look the same. They all look different, and they're arguing every night. They don't oh, look the man. same. They, there's a difference in when, when the people who took the vaccine, they do not look the same, bro. I, I'm starting to see it, bro, and I'm so glad I didn't take it. But but bless those who took it who didn't know. Man, God bless them. I hope they pulled through it because a lot of bless us are conservative Republicans, but I, I'm so glad I didn't do it, bro. I'm so glad.
4: Listen, Chris, I I appreciate you being out there. I know it's going to be hard, but I would encourage you to do this. I appreciate that you are willing to talk to people. I would tell you not to give up. I don't want to get up though. Yeah, No, listen, I I, I get you there so you don't push the limit. But when people are pliable, you'll know, you'll know they might come to you in the future. All right. But anyway, I appreciate you calling in. We. All right. God bless you, man. (laughs) Listen. Hey, the struggle. The struggle is real. The guy is so honest. Hey, you don't want to catch a beatdown in L.A. for saying you believe in freedom because it can certainly happen, particularly in L.A. Anyway, we'll be back. This is Carl Jackson sitting in.
3: That was a great talk. This is the Officer Tatum Show. The left ain't seen nothing yet.
2: Uncle Tom 2 is an eye-opening documentary everyone in America should see. Brandon Tatum here and Uncle Tom 2 offers a compelling and brave analysis of the true history of black America. The cultural shift from prosperity, integrity, and faith to its current perceived state of anger, discontent and victimhood. Uncle Tom 2 offers historic footage, photos, correspondence, and data to reveal the genuine strides of black America in the 20th century, the deliberate Marxist strategy to create racial tension and replace God with government. The NAACP's Sinister Agenda the fall of Black Harlem, the truth behind Black Lives Matter, and the demoralization of America for political power. Don't miss Uncle Tom 2 from executive producer Larry Elder and director Justin Malone. With yours truly, Vody Bacham and Chad O'Jackson. Watch the movie on demand or buy the DVD now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com, (laughs) SalemNow.com.
3: is the Officer Tatum Show. I'm afraid to tell it like it is.
4: Hi, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for Officer Tatum. Uh, real quickly, Larry Elder is mauling a GOP presidential run, even if Trump joins the race, he says. This, according to uh, Just the News, had tip forgotten man. Former California Republican gubernatorial candidate Larry Elder, Elder is mauling a Republican bid for the presidency in 2024, even should former President Donald Trump seek a return to office. In an interview with the Des Moines Register, he told the outlet, what in Iowa with the Des Moines Register? Uh oh. All right. I'm running for president, he says, and I'm not running against anybody on the Republican side. I'm running against Joe Biden if he runs or Kamala Harris if she runs. Close quote. The now 70-year-old Elder rose to national prominence as a Republican opponent to California Democratic uh, Governor Gavin Newsom during the uh, the uh, latter's recall campaign. Though the campaign failed to elevate him to the governor's mansion, Elder has remained a rising political star within the Republican Party. He previously hosted a conservative talk radio show for decades until April of this year according to the Hill he is according <laughs> according to the Hill he is also the executive producer of two recent documentaries Uncle Tom and Uncle Tom 2 see them both as a matter of fact you can check them out salemnow.com much speculation has surrounded Trump's potential 2024 presidential bid according to just the news the former president has repeatedly hinted that he would mount a political comeback in July he told Vanity Fair and I quote Well, uh, in my own mind, I've already made that decision, uh, so nothing factors in anymore. In my own mind, I've already made that decision. I feel very confident that if I decide to run, I'll win. Close quote. Uh, He said, listen, we all know that Trump is going to run. Uh, Now the question is, is Larry Elder going to run? So stay tuned. I guess we will all find out about that. Callers, I see you out there. Just uh, stay with me for a moment. I see you out there, Gary. I see you out there, Raul in San Francisco. Uh, You guys sit tight there. First, I want to talk to you about a little bit about Joe Biden. I want you to understand who the left is, who these people are. They're fakes, they're phonies, they're frauds. They really don't care about you whatsoever. They don't care about the plight of the working class American. They've been able to prove that. Uh, One of the things that Donald Trump did so effectively and I encourage you again to check out my podcast today. Uh, and that is go to the com. Follow me on all social media, please. The Carl Jackson show. Check out the podcast, Salem podcast network dot com. Salem dot com. Um, but Joe Biden and the left are phonies. It's Selena Zito, I encourage you guys to follow follow her. She uh, she's become one of my favorite columnists and that she writes about middle America. Uh, Middle America often, uh, oftentimes decides these elections, the working class. This is what the left wants to get away from. They want to usher in uh, as many people as they can that are not loyal to the Constitution but are loyal to the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party will give them benefits, put them on welfare. They can break into the country, invade the country, and then they can sue a governor that's acting lawfully. Uh, That's what the Democrat Party wants. They want to be able to use people. It just all you have to do is look at the black community. Seriously, that's all you have to do. I, I, I hate to say it, but you know, it's true. All you have to do is look at the plight of the black community. Look at uh, look at see Uncle Tom, see Uncle Tom, too. Has the black community gotten better as a result of adopting the Democrats policies or has the black community gotten worse? I, I, I think that I think the answer is obvious. And, and if you say otherwise, it's because you're lying. Uh, So if you vote Democrat, you're hurting minorities. You're hurting the black community. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, Joe Biden and his economy when we get back.
3: This is the Officer Tatum Show. Keeping it real.
4: MyPillow
2: is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today now mike lindell investor and ceo wants to give back exclusively to his listeners the percale bed sheet sets is available in a variety of colors and sizes and they are all on sale for example the queen sizes are regularly priced at $89.98 but now they're only $39.98 with our listeners promo code order now because when they're gone they gone. The Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and also a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There are a limited supply, so make sure that you order now. Call 1-800-976-8379 use promo code BRANDON or go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square and use promo code BRANDON. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code BRANDON at mypillow.com for your exclusive offer on the Percale sheets. <laughs>
3: This is the Officer Tatum Show. Eight four four nine zero zero seventy two forty three. That's eight four four nine zero zero seventy two forty three.
4: All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum program. You heard the man, eight four four I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in for the Officer Tatum. Let me go to Raul, and then I want to get on to the economy. Raul, you're calling from San Francisco. Welcome to the Officer Tatum program. You've got the mic.
7: Yeah, um, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, we're all Americans. I'm a first-generation Chicano, closet Republican voter. I'm a retired team service with 40 years of service. I want to let you know there's many blue-collar, rank-and-file, not the leadership, rank-and-file union members of diverse backgrounds that vote Republican because, in the end, we in the middle class that are labor are the ones that bear the burdens of all these free money. And my three points I would like to make is Martin Luther King, labor exploitation, And uh, my main concern, Uh, Martin Luther King, when he was doing the uh, civil rights, uh, us Chicanos and Latinos, we piggyback off of that and and also gained uh, civil rights from that. And that that part of our history now is is over. But I could see that now on I get my news from YouTube and I could I listen to people like Candace Owens and a lot of other black uh, YouTubers um, I could relate to and i would just i just think and a lot of other latinos could relate too and i think that's great um as far as labor exploitation uh the democrats are the party of slavery and they are also all the parties of labor exploitation all these uh not all of these most of them i'm going to say 99 percent of these uh illegal immigrants that are coming over they're going to exp- get exp- exploited um for their labor i'm sure in some of these major cities you see these people selling uh mangoes and oranges and flowers sure. some of those people i've talked to them they make 70 dollars a day working 12 hours a day um right. some of them don't but a lot of them get exploited unfortunately mostly by other hispanics i know one person that they have a janitorial service they work their people 10 hours a day they pay them eight hours a day and if you don't like it we'll right. fire you and find somebody else plenty, plenty of new people coming over um, right. and the Democrats are, are the cause of that. My main concern is on welfare. When my father came over here in 55, luckily he got a, he got a union job, bought a home, et cetera, And, uh, there was no freebies. Um, what I'm starting to see is that the government is trying to enslave the Latino population by giving them free money, just the same way that they enslaved our, our, our black brothers, um, starting in 1968, um, with the welfare programs and it's been a devastation and i hope that doesn't happen to us but i'm starting to see the young people getting enslaved by this money and uh i hope and and just two other quick quickly um a lot all right go quick here uh well i just want to know hopefully one day there could be a coming out party for us all the people that are in the closet (laughs) Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, I appreciate you calling they, in, Raul. Very. Yeah. Good call. You know, they God bless day, you. They pick a day. I'll come out. Thank you. Uh,
4: all right. God bless you, man. Appreciate you being out there. Uh, Raul, uh, if you're still listening in, I, I encourage you, seriously, go listen to my podcast today, the dot com. I'm not saying that because I, I listen. It, it, it fits in line with exactly uh, what you're saying. Uh, but I would say that the Democrat Party, it, it it's across the board. They, they want to enslave everybody. They don't care if you're Latino. They, they want you to listen the way they'll message and the people that they use for messaging will make you feel as though they're coming uh, just after you. They did a good job, no doubt about it, with the black community. But they're coming after Latinos, they're coming after whites, they're coming after Asians, they're trying to brainwash everybody. You go to a college or university campus, you're going to be brainwashed by radical leftists. They want all of us. They want all of us dependent upon government welfare. Why? Because then they'll control us. It's really really as simple as that. This is all about control. This is all about power. Ultimately, that's what it comes back to. The good news is... Is that for the Latino community, if I'm speaking specifically for the Latino community, is that the um, there are plenty of Latino voters that Trump has siphoned off. There are Latino voters that are saying, heck, no. Uh, to socialism they didn't like the COVID lockdowns there's kitchen table issues and religious issues and freedom issues and censorship issues that latinos are saying wait a minute this is not what we asked for now sadly many in the younger generation it doesn't matter if they're latino it doesn't matter if they're white or it doesn't matter if they're black they're being taught they're being brainwashed you turn i mean twitter youtube you name it uh, and and they're, they've been given freebies. And unfortunately, I, I, I blame the lockdowns for a lot of this because we had a great economy. We had a lot of people working. And then what the left did intentionally so was gave people a welfare check and told them, told them to sit on their butts. Now, listen, we, we, we have to take some blame for this as well. Trump, I love Trump, but he shut down the economy uh, with this emergency order. And then he gave the Democrats an opportunity uh, to uh, uh, to use us basically. Uh, to advance their causes. Now, Trump tried to reopen the economy, but the Democrats had already gotten what they wanted, and then they used those lockdowns in order to gain power for themselves. But this is exactly what the left is trying to do. They want all of us dependent. They want to control every single one of us, Raul. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about the economy again when we, when we get back. Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host Carl Jackson sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call in 844-900-7243 844-900-7243. I promise you I'm going to get to the economy. I'm going to get get we're about to get our conservative cardio on, but I just read through a column that I really want to share with you. Have tip, forget, man. This from uh just the news. Very uh, uh, let me let me ask you this question. Man are are, are you tired of this? are you guys tired of the left are you tired of what they're doing to our children telling our children uh, that uh, someone is racist just because of the color of their skin telling our children uh, that they if they're born boys they can be girls and vice versa are, are, are you guys are you guys tired of this dividing us you 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 realize that if we were to sit down and have a meal together we'd probably agree. 60, 70, maybe even 80 percent of things, even if you're a Democrat, I'm a Republican, so on, et cetera. We probably agree on most things. But then you have these factions of the left that sweep in. And whether it's through social media, whether it's through television, whether it's behind the bully pulpit of the presidency, will come in and tell us that some of us are woke, you know, or, or, or some of us are racist, some are not, so on, et cetera. Are you tired of this stuff? See, it isn't just the economy that we have an opportunity uh, to fix or at least slow down the pain of the economy. If we elect the Republicans in the House and hopefully in the Senate uh, as well uh, this coming election cycle, we get to stop the cultural rot and the moral decay that's occurring or that's occurring. Hat tip, just the news. This from Forgot Man. Defense Department reviews woke equity chief over derogatory post about white people. I couldn't help but to talk about this. I have other things that I want to talk about this, but it just it, it, it just firmly impressed upon my spirit. You know, I remember I, I remember one day I was working in the yard and then I saw a group of kids walk by. And I've told this story plenty of times on radio, but it was a it was one of those moments where God just kind of speaks to you in the silence and I'm sitting there with my headphones on listening probably most likely to talk radio and I see these kids walk by and there's a uh, there's a black boy and there's an Asian boy and there's a white boy and there's a white girl and they're walking a dog and they have a basketball I can't remember who was dribbling it but they were all sitting there talking I'm talking about every freaking color of the rainbow and I just sat there and I thought, considering growing up in L.A. and, uh, uh, you know, the L.A. riots and all this kind of stuff. And I just sat there and I thought, I was like, man, we, we we've overcome. I mean, we, we made it. Our, our kids, our kids are doing all right. They're, they're over this race thing. And then Barack Obama got elected. And then now we have the left who many of whom. Uh, By the way, under the George W. Bush administration, black life was getting better for many Americans. Even under uh, Bill Clinton, when they passed that Welfare Reform Act, you saw more blacks uh, create businesses. He and Newt Gingrich, it it was unbelievable. Under George W. Bush, racism, I know there were a lot of blacks calling him a racist. But racism as a whole, the way people thought about race, they, ah, it just wasn't as big of a deal. didn't stop them. And then Barack Obama got in, and he brought all of his acolytes in into the federal government. Number to call in, by the way, 844 And I read stories like this, and I'm like, man, this is what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting to end this nonsense, to end these lies. The Defense Department says it is reviewing an agency diversity officer after the discovery of derogatory online posts about white people attributed to her. A department spokesperson said officials are, and I quote, are aware of the news reports, close quote, concerning Khaleesa Wing. Khaleesa Wing, the Pentagon's Pentagon's Defense Education Activity Department's chief diversity, equity and inclusion officer. Let, let me let me run that by you again. The Pentagon's defense, education, activity department's chief diversity, equity and inclusion officer. Fox News reported this on Friday. The office and I, uh, uh, the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness is reviewing this matter. An official said. Kalisa Wing has described herself as a woke administrator, close quote, for the Defense Education Activity Department, which oversees military schools for nearly 70,000 children of service members stationed abroad. She appears to have deleted or deactivated her LinkedIn and Twitter accounts. But in 2020, there was a tweet captured by Fox where she said she was exhausted at these white folks, close quote, in meetings. She said, I had to stop the session and give Karen the business for saying that black people can be racist, too. Wing also said at the time. All right. So let me let me just whenever I'm on air and I can't address this and stories like this pop up. I I, I'm always one. Here's what I fake racism, real racism, perceived racism, real racism is what our ancestors experienced, what many fought fought against in the civil rights. Fake racism, CRT, perceived racism, idiots like this, like this Khaleesa Wing, who now believe, because she's been brainwashed by the left, that anything a white person says to her is probably racist. And, of course, she believes that black people can't be racist. Here's the problem with that ignorance, ignorance, and I feel compelled to talk about this just swiftly here. It is dumb as hell to say that black people can't be racist. If you're a black person that says that you cannot be racist That is a very dumb thing to say. Let me tell you why. Uh, Because where do you get the moral authority to say such a thing, to say such a stupid thing? Is it you that judges your heart when you die? Is it the black community? See, this is why when people say, Carl, you're a sellout in your uncle. I'm like, shut up. It's not like you're going to be judging me. It's God that I got to stand before. And by the way, please don't call me a sellout when you're the one, uh, you're the black face of white Marxism. But, of course, blacks can be racist. Why? Because God judges everybody, and he judges the heart. This is just idiocy to me. And we have this lady in the Pentagon's defense education activity department's chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. Republicans, when you have power, can you stop this nonsense? If you want to, if you want to... Um, Unite America. What you have to start doing, and I would say this to those that are on the right, you have to start shunning those that promote evil. Racism is evil. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. And yes, you can be racist if you're black. Ask God, not your neighbor, not your cousin, not your brother, not your sister, not your dumb auntie or your uncle, none of them. Ask God. See what he says about it. Just freaking insane. So this lady's going to brainwash 70,000 kids overseas that are fighting for our country. Department of Defense, you should be a freaking ashamed of yourself. All right. Let's get to the economy. And I promise you, uh, I'll get to the phones. 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. Actually, let me do this real quick. Let me take Nathaniel from Philly. Nathaniel, welcome to the Officer Tatum program, you got the mic.
8: Carl, you sound younger than me. I'm sixty one years old. But I left the Democratic plantation over thirty years ago, kicking mud as I left, and I have no intentions of returning. But you you sound like I was when I was younger. You got a lot of passion. Brother you're living <laughs> way below your you're living way below your potential. Come on. I like your passion and your the way you articulated. Listen, I was just talking to an Asian guy out in the store. He hates Xi, but he loves Trump. He's representative of thousands, Asian, Hispanic, and black. We love Donald, but you don't hear about us. Where do you hear about us from, CNN, ABC? Even talk radio don't give us any time. But there's an undercurrent. Listen to me very carefully. This November, we're going to hit them from behind. They don't think we exist. There are. I'm, I'm, look, I'm not a Republican. I am an ultra mega Black American. Okay, I love my president. I love him with a passion. Okay, there are million, I have a white brother. We're getting ready to go on a conservative talk show this month in New Jersey. He's white. He's Italian Irish. We became. We got about brothers. thirty
4: seconds, Nathaniel.
8: We became like brothers because of Trump Nation, and that's what it's all about. Hmm. You got me? All right. That's what yeah. it's all about.
4: All right. God bless you, Nathaniel. I appreciate you being out there. Listen, guys, we can love, we don't have to like everybody, but we can love everybody. And honestly, uh, listen, I know I fight hard here. I know that I am passionate. I love everybody. I just can't stand leftists. I don't like them. We'll talk about that when we get back. <laughs>
3: This is the Officer Tatum Show. 844 900 7243. Every
1: now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my teeth. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous. The best of all the years have
3: gone by. This is the Officer Tatum Show. <laughs> 844-900-7243. That's 844-900-7243.
4: Hey, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Again, the number to call in, 844-900-7243. Let me talk to you about Joe Biden and who the left is. Let me talk to you about the economy. Let me uh, further explain, uh, like I said, uh, the the left doesn't care about you. I'm sorry that I've drugged this along, but I do want to make sure that I hit on this before we get on to the FBI, before we get on to uh, some of the COVID, uh, the adverse effects of the COVID jab that are popping up, that the left is still trying to pretend doesn't exist, uh, while people are uh, literally, literally dropping dead. And they're doing their damnness not to talk about it. It's, it, it's unreal. We we have uh, we have a bunch of evil people that exist in some of these bureaucratic agencies. Uh, the solution to that is to dissolve some of these bureaucratic agencies, such as the FBI, in my opinion. All right. So have you guys heard of uh, It's spelled the same way as Versailles, but it's not Versailles, Versailles, Pennsylvania or Versailles, Ohio, Versailles, Kentucky? I had never heard of these places, and they're spelled just like Versailles, but they have nothing in common with the, the palace that for centuries symbolized the ruling class uh, that was deeply out of sync with their people, with the rest of its nation. So there's Ohio, there's Kentucky, again, there's also Pennsylvania. Selena Zito writes about this. Uh, There's a a Versailles right here in western Pennsylvania that she discusses, that she talks about. That's her neck of the woods. Uh, When it comes to uh, Ohio, there's a historic little village that is known as Versailles. When it comes to Kentucky, it's bourbon country, according to Selena Zito, and it's also the epicenter of American horse breeding. Very interesting. I want, you, I want to take you back to Biden's celebration of the economy. Remember that uh, big celebration they had at the White House? James Taylor was there. They were getting their groove on, celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act. The very fam- uh, very same time, literally, while they were celebrating, uh, the stock market was straight up plunging. Inflation, and we got news that inflation was uh, basically remaining steady. Biden was talking about, yeah, it's only an inch. You know, eight point, eight point two, eight point three. 8.3. It's a you know, it's only it's only an inch. We talked about that some yesterday. But what Selena Zito is telling us is how far out of touch when she goes out and and speaks to the people and gets the pulse of the people, the common man. Uh, the Democrat Party that used to proclaim that they are the party of the working class, that they are the party of middle America are simply out of touch. They are the party of the elites. Democrats are now the ruling class. They've lost connection with reality, and uh, they don't understand the pain and suffering of their voters. Hence, Martha's Vineyard. That's exactly what we saw there. Here's the reality of inflation, just to reiterate. Core inflation was at 6.3% in August. That was up from 5.9% in July. Now, those are just numbers. Those are just numbers to people that exist in the White House. Those are just numbers to some of the politicians that are running. Uh, But that spells money for you, and that spells pain for you. The Dow plunged a staggering 1,200 points while Biden and Democrats were sitting out in front of the White House celebrating while you were suffering. Because all of those people are isolated from this stuff. They... They can afford to live lavish lifestyles. It's not going to hurt them. Here's what Biden had to say. He put a little spin on it. He said the future of America's bright and uh, bright and the promise of America is real. It is real. You know how Biden does it. Always yells. It is real. Like he's mad even when he's trying to say a good thing. See, you don't have to be a Republican. Uh, you're, You're a consumer to realize that items are way more expensive than they were, than they should be. And they're way more expensive than they were under President Trump. You don't have to like Republicans. You don't have to like Trump. But if you're an honest broker, you can look at the price of things and say, oh, my God, they have gone up big time since Biden has come into office. And then here's what here's more proof that Biden really doesn't care about the working class. Neither neither does the Democrat Party, because we know that all he is is a face. Speaking of face, I'll get to. Gavin Newsom. I'll get to Fetterman as well. Make sure you support these people that are running for office. These patriots that are running for office that are trying to fight back to save America. These senatorial races that we need to be on top of. Derek and Roy, I'll see you out there. i see you out there. I'll get to you as soon as I can. Get to you as soon as I can. But this is this is unbelievable, what we're experiencing, what we're seeing. The next day after that celebration, Biden traveled to a part of Michigan where the average salary there, the median income there, is $36,842. And you know what he did to the middle-class Americans in that part of Michigan? He lectured them on buying EVs. Selena Zito writes at the uh, uh, in much of the Detroit area, uh, the $62,900 Cadillac Lyric EV Uh, that Biden drove as a stunt at his uh, his publicity event costs more than a three-bedroom, two-bath home with a detached garage. But this is what the Biden administration – isn't that crazy? But this is what the Biden administration is telling people you should own. 36842 median income where he lectured Michiganders on EVs. There's no situational awareness by, by the Biden administration. Now, you guys remember this. Biden traveled to Delaware to vote in his home state's primary. He used taxpayer-funded jet and motorcade to vote in person rather than casting an absentee ballot. Former President Barack Obama casted an absentee ballot. Trump casted an absentee ballot when they went to vote. How come Biden couldn't do it? $177,000 was the cost of his trip. The guy has he, – he's an elite, and so are the people that are around him. Then two weeks prior to that, you guys remember this happened just two weeks after Biden had announced college loan forgiveness, uh, basically a transfer of funds from lower and middle class Americans to people that have better prospects of earning money than those that are being stolen from. This is what the Biden administration wants to do. It doesn't seem as though that's working out well. Uh, uh, That's working out well. He followed that up a week later by standing outside Independence Hall and telling the world or telling the country, at least, that uh, half of the people living in this country, uh, he loathed. He couldn't stand. We're domestic terrorists. Abraham Lincoln experienced far worse than uh, Biden ever did. He never did that. Don't get distracted by what the left is doing. We need to focus on Democrat policies. Here's what Biden hopes to do. He wants to distract from Democrat policies and get a win this November. And then they'll be able to say that their accomplishments at the tail end of the summer is what led them to victory. They'll also say their messaging of demonizing half the country worked brilliantly and that abortion really matters. Let's make sure they don't win. We'll be back. This is Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum more when we get
3: back on the other This side. is the Officer Tatum Show. The left ain't seen nothing yet. This is the Officer Tatum Show. 844-900-7243. That's 844-900-7243.
4: All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. I'm going to try to squeeze in a couple of quick calls before I move on to the FBI and also what's happening with some of these COVID jabs, the adverse effects. Uh, so, callers, if you could make your calls as quick as, as quick as possible, I'd really appreciate it. Let's go to Roy in San Antonio, Texas. Roy, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. you got the mic.
8: Hi. Um, hey, Roy. I wanted Roy. to read you a quote. Um. I wanted to read your quote. I wanted to chime in on the racism comment you made.
4: Hey, Roy, Roy, go right ahead real quickly because we're running out of time. So go right ahead, please.
8: Okay, thank you. Minorities can be racist too, but who cares? Really, they don't have any power. The only way racism can impact the community is if it's injected into public systems or installed within government institutions
4: okay now roy let me let me ask you a couple of questions and answer real quickly. Do you believe that okay. nonsense? I believe it a hundred percent okay let me let me tell you why that's absolutely stupid um and whoever said different. that whoever said that are you are you a person of faith
8: uh yes i I, I believe that we need faith
4: okay are I you a person of faith. faith are are you a person of faith? do you believe in God? Yes, I do. Okay, good. So pray for the dummy that wrote that quote, because that is one of the stupidest quotes that I hear over and over again. Where does a person get the moral authority to say that they can't be racist when they have no institutional power? And the truth is, and and the truth is, we know that's a lie. We know that's a lie, right? Right. Because all you have to do is look at New York City, Washington D.C. You can look at uh, you can look at Stacey Abrams. You can look at all of these blacks that have institutional power, whether it's in the arts, whether it's in academia. So that's a lie from the get go. As a matter of fact, when you look at college universities, some of the people that. Uh, that that are the most educated That have the most institutional power Happens to be black women So first, it, it, it's a lie In two facets Practically it's a lie So the person is stupid because they haven't done research Secondly, it's a lie Because the person is immoral And they're going straight to hell If they don't repent for being a racist And creating more racists But listen, Roy, can I you, appreciate the call Repent, repent, Thank Roy you. All I would say to you is repent We're out of time, I'm sorry Oh, I'm sorry. We had more time. I apologize. We had 30 more seconds. I don't know why my clock was reading otherwise. Roy, is Roy still on? Okay, so Roy is gone. So
0: you,
8: okay, no, I'm Go here. ahead, Roy.
4: Quick, quick, quick. So Go ahead, Roy. Have
8: heard, you, you have heard
4: this quote before? Yeah, several times. I've written really? about it. It's, re- it's really asinine. It's really juvenile. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call in, 844-900-7243. Uh, Roy, if you're still listening in, I apologize for being so quick with you. Uh, we were just running out of time. But uh, guys, and a caller has called in to ask me as well. I wrote a column on this nonsense several years ago for townhall.com explaining, uh, can blacks be racist? Honestly, you you really have to be a despicable human being. To say, I I hate to be so blunt, but sometimes you just got to be blunt. You have to be a despicable human being that says, because of the color or dumb, because of the color of my skin, if I hate somebody because of the color of their skin, I can't be racist. I, I, I mean, I mean. Because I have no one because I have no institutional power. You know where that nonsense. I remember Jesse Jackson. I believe when I was a kid, I heard him say that for the first time. And I actually believed that crap, too, for a very short period of time. And then you think through it. And if if you're a person of faith and you actually read the Bible, not just say you're a person of faith, but you actually read the Bible, you realize that that's dumb as hell. I, I mean, it's, it's it's almost as if people want to be excused for being racist. Listen, if you hate somebody because of the color of your skin, it has nothing to do with brick and mortar. It has everything to do with your heart. It has nothing to do with the power that you have. It has everything to do with how dirty your heart is. But because we want to justify hate. it's it, It's amazing. What about the white Europeans? during the North African slave trade where they were kidnapping Europeans, they had institutional power were they racist? Are we allowed to talk about that? Are we allowed to talk about the North African slave trade? I I, I mean it's amazing to me. I'm trying to figure out the years here. It was like 1580 um, anyway there was a, uh, a there was a history of uh, uh, of Africans where North Africans they were enslaving, Europeans, they would use them to do laborious labor, kill them, let them die during the work. Everything that slavery was about, everyone were slave traders in history. Africans were trading Africans. And I got news for you, black people. I got some news for you. If you buy into this nonsense, a lot of people, we were kings and queens. Oh, my God. Humble yourselves for God's sakes. It's insane. Chances are. That we probably came from a lineage of lower class or slaves in Africa. I, that's just the way it it was. That was the way of the world. Kings and queens in Africa would trade slaves. And they would trade them even to Europeans. I, it, it, it's insane. Not to mention that if you look at the federal government, if you look at state and local governments, blacks represent about 12, 13 percent of the population. Look at the percentage that they represent in government. So to say that blacks have no institutional power just proves to me that you want to be justified in hating people because of the color of their skin. And I would just say, and I'm not playing. Repent. That's sin. You're justifying your dark heart. You want to feel good about yourself. You want to tell people that, hey, you better not be racist towards me. But I can be racist towards you all day long. It's really stupid. And people that preach that, and sadly, I've heard blacks that even claim to be Christians say that stupid crap. You can tell that I can't stand it because they're leading people straight to hell. Don't believe that nonsense. When people say that, you push back on it. You say, oh, do you mean as long as you have like some, I don't know, if you're you're a, a boss of some sort, uh, you can be racist, but the employee can't be racist. <laughs> I, it's so stupid. I can't believe that people buy into it, but it leads me to believe that the people that buy into it, and I'm sorry to say it, Roy, have a dark heart themselves. That's the only thing I can surmise. Read my column. Can blacks be racist? I break this down. I wrote this. I Man, it must have been almost, I don't know, several years ago, close to 10 years ago. Um, and it was on townhall.com. But I offer some links. And I offer some proof that blacks actually do have institutional power, but using that argument is stupid anyway. All right, le- so let me get to, um, let me get to, actually, let me go to Ken real quick, and then I want to get on to the FBI, and I want to get on to what we're finding out about these COVID jabs. Ken from Chicago, Ken, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic.
9: Well, thank you, sir. Let me drop the mic real fast. Um, you know, I, I got a couple of things I'm going to say real fast. Uh, I heard that crap too before that blacks c- can't be racist because they don't have any money. You know they don't they don't have any uh, power. They don't have any, um, you know, any power to to change things. I said so if a meth head white person came up to you didn't have a dime in his pocket and he called you the n word would he be racist? See how stupid that sounds. That's how stupid these people are. That's what I told me. you. You got to see the look on his face when I say that. <laughs> he don't have no money and no power, right? No money, no power. But he calls you the N word, so he should. He's not a racist because he has no power. That's how stupid, like you said. that's that spoken that, there. So make sure you, you you can use that one. Um, All right. Number two, it. How can a white person be a Democrat, a demon rat. How in the hell can a white person be a demon rat? Let, let me explain how. This man the de- the demon rest always says uh you know, um white supremacy. Okay. And, like white people are the worst people on the planet. But as a as a, as a as a, I don't know, uh, you know, uh uh the demon rest have named black people so many times. First they're the N word, colored, Negro, black, African American, people of color and black and brown. These are the only people that's been named seven times. Okay, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> How I mean, how do even intelligent blacks let somebody call them seven different things? And they, they, they just they just they take to it right away. That shows their ignorance, okay? Number two, if you're a black and brown person, whatever they call people like that, how can I distinguish between, uh, you know, a, a, a white person? You know, it's like I'm going to look at them all as evil. So how can a white person be a de- demon rat? When they're saying all of all all white people are evil and how can black and brown people distinguish between who's a democrat, who's a republican. Well, you know what I mean? It's like they would beat the brakes
4: off you and you'd be like, yeah. Oh no, uh, I'm in I'm in Black Lives Matter. I'm 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 a Democrat. You think they care? Yeah, you know what? Here here's here's what I believe, Ken, and you make some great points. I really appreciate the call. I I, I uh I think that people are in search of God. Even if they don't, uh, even if they don't worship God, and they look for things to worship, I think that people were created to worship God. I really believe that, and, and and I believe that that's why global warming, man-made climate change, it becomes a religion to some virtue signaling, all this stuff, all these things that the left talks about, all of these uh, uh, ideas that the left often embrace, uh, they, they become a religion in and of themselves. Trans. Uh, 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 transgenderism like all of a sudden is a big deal to them it's become a religion and those that don't accept it they're the ones that are that are evil that are depraved they're the ones that are abusive uh towards these people when we know that the uh the people that go through trans surgeries i mean literally you go through counseling a good majority of them i believe the number is as high as 80 percent. they go to counseling for a few weeks and they're like what am i thinking what am I thinking? Because gender dysphoria is a legitimate mental disorder. But somehow the left finds these issues and all they want to do really is justify their sin. That's, that's what they want to do. That Ultimately, that's what they want to do. They want to justify their sin. The same thing with not calling people racist. Ultimately, they want to justify their sin. They want to feel good about themselves and they don't realize, listen, there's an answer to that. And his name is Jesus Christ. But ultimately, it comes down to that. Everybody is religious. Just some people know it. That's really what it comes down to. All right, let me get onto this really, really quick here. Um, the whites, and let me just say this, uh, and Ken, that was a great call, but the whites that, that, that are Democrats and the whites that virtue signal, it's, be, it's simply because of that. They want to feel good about themselves. They expose themselves, many of these elites in Martha's Vineyard. That's a good portion of the Democrat Party. It's like, let's, let's talk good. We don't want to do good. We just want to feel good. We want to talk good. We want to feel good. We don't want to do good. So then these illegal aliens, I'm sure they found an attorney for these illegal aliens to try to sue Ron DeSantis. And by the way, I know you caught about that initially. That isn't going to happen. This is all political theater, in my opinion, leading up for the election. They were frustrated and mad that Ron DeSantis straight up played juditsu on these fools and flipped, flipped the script on them. So now you have Democrats that are on defense. They are not used to being on defense because they are not used to Republicans fighting back. So Ron DeSantis, just like Trump, giving Democrats a dose of their own medicine. And they hate it. They absolutely cannot stand it. All right, when we get back, screw the FBI. I'll tell you why. This is Carl Jackson, in for the Officer Tatum.
3: is Love the, the officer Tatum show break yourself boo. <laughs> right, well, that gets me every time
4: all right welcome back to the officer Tatum show listen I wanted to just thank the officer Tatum for allowing me to sit behind his microphone also Sean McConnell uh, in my ear the forgotten man that's out there somewhere Zach handling the phones. Gabe is behind me. Uh, Lou has gone home for the night. Guys, we're getting ready to get our conservative cardio on. There's a lot that I want to cover. In a very short period of time, we had some great calls, so I wanted to make sure that I attended to those. Uh, there's a study, a new study shows rejection of cornea transplants following COVID vaccination. I'll try to touch on that. England study confirms 100 myocarditis deaths after COVID shots. And the caller caught in earlier, and he was talking about the FBI. He was talking about Liz Cheney. There's something that the FBI is up to. Something that the FBI is up to, and there's some dirt that the FBI has been doing for quite some time, and that's why I say screw the FBI. I didn't commit suicide on the way home. I want you guys to know that right off the bat. But the FBI isn't the institution that we thought it was. At least it isn't any longer. Unfortunately, the FBI was a law enforcement uh, they were a law enforcement agency primarily, and then they switched over to counterintelligence as a result of nine eleven or or subsequent to nine eleven and uh, and the Patriot Act, uh, and this has really messed things up big time, big time. And so now I no longer. I uh, am a fan of the FBI, and, 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 and uh, you know what? One of the people that I, I, I must admit I really love listening to, re- really good on this, is uh, Dan Bungino When I have an opportunity to listen to him, because he talks about it from a law enforcement perspective. I'm talking about it from a born-again, saved, all right, but former, former little wannabe thug. Um, I can talk to you about it from a former criminal's perspective. You want everybody to respect law enforcement. You want law enforcement to respect law, law enforcement and the rule of law. You want criminals to understand that there are limitations or there are consequences to their actions. Everyone needs to respect law enforcement. But those that are given the sword of justice, if you will, need to be um, especially moral, good, decent people. They really have to be. They really have to be. Um, Have to forget, man. Listen, there are... uh, This is from Breitbart. All right, so uh, a whistleblower has accused the FBI's Washington field office of using cases related to the January 6th U.S. Capitol riot to, quote, overstate the threat of domestic violent extremism. You've heard that term. The caller they called in earlier about... uh, Uh, Liz Cheney. This is why Liz Cheney is not a decent person. I used to really love Liz Cheney. I was fooled. I was duped. I was wrong. She is not a good person. She is not a good person. And she's a liar when it comes to January 6th. She knows she's a liar. She knows she's a liar. I encourage you guys to read the articles uh, from uh, Julie Kelly at AM Greatness who outlines this stuff with meticulous detail. Julie Kelly. Check her out. AMGreatness.com. So, um, the FBI is overstating the threat of domestic violent and extremism, and we know this. I, I, I can't. I remember arguing with a, a black liberal. He's a, a good guy, a, you know, a, a friend. But he was like, you know, the most dangerous threat out there is are <laughs> white domestic terrorists. And and I and I sat there and I asked him, "Are are you concerned about them? Have you seen?" Him? Well, no it's insane. But see, here's what the left knows that if they lie, if they perpetuate a lie enough times, ultimately you'll believe it. So here's what the scandalous FBI has been doing. And I'm sorry, cause I hate to talk about this uh, talk this way about the president of the United States. I hate to talk this way and have this attitude towards law enforcement as a Christian. I want to be able to respect these people, but when they're wrong as a Christian, I should call them out too. That's true for anybody. It's true for anybody. But the whistleblower alleged that the FBI field office didn't follow standard investigative practices for the January 6 cases, especially when it moved the cases to various local field offices around the country based on where the case subjects were from. Uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio uh, revealed this in a letter that was addressed to FBI Director Christopher Wray, who needs to go bye-bye as soon as possible. January 6th uh, cases, quote, should all be officially led by the WFO, the Washington field office, he says, and categorized as WFO cases. So, in other words, the crime happened. It's just like you and I. If we committed a crime, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Florida, right? So, but if I went to Texas and committed a crime there, then what's going to happen? Texas law enforcement is going to get a hold of me, as well they should. So what happened with Washington, D.C., if they felt like a crime was committed there, that's where the crime should be investigated, federal, local, whatever it may be. But what the FBI, the corrupt FBI, along with the corrupt Liz Cheney, wants to do is make you feel as though domestic extremism, violent extremism is everywhere, as far as the eye can see, every state. Right. So what they did was they uh, 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 they delegated. They delegated to these uh, local field offices in different states wherever people were. You know, that's why they're arresting people that just happened to be in the vicinity, people that were ushered in, because if they they live in a different state, the goal is to make it look like, oh, my God, this stuff is all over the United States when it's not. We'll be back with more of this on the other side. Carl Jackson in for the officer Tato. Tatum.
3: is the Officer Tatum Show.
1: 844-900-7243.
3: That's 844-900-7243.
4: Man, I love that song. Sean McConaughey plays the jams. Welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Uh, By the way, follow me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show. Check out my podcast, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. The Carl Jackson Dot com is another place or wherever you get your podcast. And I appreciate all of you guys tuning in, listening, subscribing. It really does help. I really do appreciate you uh, guys. I'm going to go to Don on the line and then I'm going to play this audio clip of Don Lemon. A forgotten man has, uh, 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 has gotten together here. I read the, uh, the, the, the column from the daily wire, but I want you guys to hear this. This guy Totally gets rolled on his own show. I absolutely love it. But first, before I go to Don Limon, let me go to Don in Indiana. Don, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic.
0: Hey, Carl. It's good to hear you. Uh, thank you. I heard you. I heard you refer to uh, the giving the liberals what they deserve, and I, I'm I wanted to thank you for calling them what they are. They call themselves Democrats, but they're liberals the 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 liberals the the socialists the progressives and the marxists they all call themselves democrats because they ain't got a pot to pee in so <laughs> they they're like parasites on the democrat party if they call themselves democrats they can sponge off of that party's coffers and still continue their agendas
10: and yeah I you know a what? Lot they... of
0: gr- i take a lot ahead, of grief go. from family and friends family and friends because I, I pointed out, you know, when people say I'm a Democrat, I say, no, you're a liberal or no, you're a progressive. And, you know, mm. they, they really Good. hate it when I say one's a socialist. They, <laughs> they say, why are you so full of hate speech? They call it hate speech for pointing out the obvious.
4: Yeah, I, I, I guess I I guess if they were projecting hate towards you, I would say, is that, that hate speech? But Don, listen, man. You gotta, you you gotta keep telling the truth. Obviously, do it in love. Uh, you know, it's uh, some conversations I sometimes avoid with family members because I know it'll go awry. But I've had some pretty tough uh, conversations. And, and and but anyway, uh, we do have to spread the message of freedom. I appreciate you calling in uh, to tell me that there is a difference. There's, there's no doubt about it, but the Democrat party has definitely been co-opted and I think we need to recognize this. All right, before I finish up with the FBI, I'm not going to be able to get to uh, some of the stuff with COVID that I wanted to get to, but I do want to just reiterate real quick, a couple of headlines from uh, Daniel Horowitz, one of conservative review, a new study shows the rejection of cornea transplants following the COVID vaccination. This includes, I mean, literally People that got the cornea transplant uh, it was i mean it would happen within a day or two it wouldn't take much time at all a lot of people their cornea was being rejected this is a uh, a, a surgery that typically isn 't as difficult obviously uh, as um, you know if, if you're uh, if, if you were uh, getting a, some other you know organ more uh, a, a more of a vital organ, uh, but corneas are being rejected. Even people that got the jab that had had a cornea transplant, you're talking years before, after they got the jab, their cornea transplant all of a sudden would go awry. It's absolutely insane. And then you've got the England study that confirms 100 myocarditis deaths. I'm not going to be able to get to that. I want to finish up the FBI with uh, the scandal of the FBI. And it's absolutely insane. But before I do that, do we have enough time? I want to play this Don Lemon clip. A couple of callers called in, uh, and I, I wish I would have played it then. I should have played it then. But I do want to make sure that you hear it, uh, because I, I think this is very important. This election coming up in the midterms. Yes, it's about inflation. Yes, it's about your pocketbook. But it's also about how the left has destroyed the culture, lying about race, lying about slavery, keeping people mad. Don Lemon was put in his place. And again, I want to play that audio clip, and I don't know what I did with the cut sheet. All right, guys, do uh, do this for me. Please uh,
7: play uh,
4: cut number five, por favor, Sean.
7: have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are...
10: 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that (laughs) supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Absolutely. That's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something, too, I think, at the same time. Oh,
2: man. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary.
7: Thank you very much. I-
10: he just played, damn, he just, played. Damn, <laughs> damn. He just got
4: played for a fool on his own show. He looked like he, he had never heard that before. He'd never heard that before. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he had never heard that before. This man has been lied to like other black leftists have been lied to. They sit there and believe that blacks were, you know, in in in, uh, in, in Africa and, and whites were coming on to Africa catching black people, uh, you know, with big old butterfly nets. They really believe the story of Kuta Kente. They think that crap is real. Slavery was universal. Black people were enslaving black people. Muslims were enslaving Muslims. Indians were. Yes, yes. Native Indians were enslaving native Indians. Why? Because slavery was universal. The woman got it right. Britain was the first place to stop it. They were the first place to stop it. Read up on William Wilberforce. Eric Metaxas has written a great book about him. I forget the name of it, but I will find that out. Uh, Anyway, this is Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum. When we get back, I will wrap up with why the FBI must go bye-bye. I say screw the FBI, and if I die tonight, I didn't kill myself. We'll be back.
3: This is the Officer Tatum Show. I'm afraid to tell it like it is.
2: What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem podcast network or wherever you listen to your podcast.